Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Hi. This is where you say, hi, Dr. Nick. Hey, who's Dr. Nick? Like Simpsons. Hi, everybody. And then he like hey. just no, butchers I, somebody. Oh, there I go, not yeah. knowing my Simpsons <laughs> stuff. Like, wow, that's so embarrassing. <sighs> uh, well, welcome back to another episode of Booze and Confused. I'm Carol Ann. I forgot the bottle opener. You did forget the bottle opener. <laughs> and we'll be back after a brief message from our sponsor today, Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Because it's not hot outside for the last five days, I was like, hey, Oktoberfest. Yeah. I mean, September is right around the corner, which is the appropriate time for Oktoberfest. We're going to pretend like we didn't just have to take a pause for Matt to get up and go get a bottle opener because he very embarrassingly thought this Oktoberfest was a twist off and it's not. To be fair, it was twisting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if we did intros already. I'm Carol Ann. Yeah, we did. Jesus, I'm losing my mind. It's fine. I'm Carol Ann for the fifth time and it's a Carol Ann episode. It's the Carol Ann show. This is my uh, first (laughs) Oktoberfest of the year. What? uh yeah yeah it's i guess first, it would be it's my f- not like you're really drinking oktoberfest in like february that'd be kind of gross no because then it's too late yeah no well how is that oh i haven't even sipped it yet i just, <laughs> thought just about put it, it to your mouth and you pretend great letting the excitement just build Jesus up Christ. all right um a few things before we get into today's episode just skip ahead like 45 seconds if you already know all this shit uh, we're on all your favorite social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, we're not on Truth Social, but I heard it's a blast recently. And um, if social media is not really your thing, it's not really my thing either that much anymore. Uh, you can reach us at uh, Boost and Confused Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, would always love to hear like your creepy stories or some hauntings or maybe a Mothman encounter that you had. Mothman. Moth ma'am. Uh, we were at C2E2 over the weekend, last weekend maybe, and uh, we got a moth ma'am plushie, and she's pink and she's very cute, and uh, she's going in the executive producer's room. I'm very happy with <laughs> Soon it. Soon to be her <laughs> third favorite stuffed animal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, stuffed. Stuffed. Uh, uh, cryptid. 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 <laughs> Um, the next one is if, uh, you like the pod and you want to support us, the best thing that you could do is, uh, subscribe and, or, uh, follow and leave us a review, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it's always super appreciated. It does make a difference. And, uh, we just like to read your messages sometimes. Send me your spam. Yeah. And, and, you know, in exchange for that, if you, feel so inclined, uh, you could take a screenshot of the review and send it to us, and we will send you some Boost and Confuse stickers in the mail for free. And we won't um, do whatever we were talking about last week with the cat poop. No, we no, won't. No cat poop this week. 
And I think we already know what you're drinking. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Um, they claim to be a craft brewer, and I don't know, I don't know um, if they really feel like one because they're they're just so humongous. They are pretty big. Um, but no, this this used to be my go-to Oktoberfest. Um, I think this year I might uh, branch out a little bit and kind of explore the options. I like the caramely notes mm-hmm. of the Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like these are best enjoyed in large steins. Which yeah, absolutely. We, have, we do uh, have like 12. I look at um, a boot and I get triggered. So I. You beat that kid up in the maze. I didn't do that. You beat a... I didn't do that, but I did accidentally black out after having uh, a lot of boots of beer. Those boots are in the cold storage <laughs> under the house <laughs> where they will stay for all time. <laughs> it's a story for another day, but. When the uh... producer is clearing the house out and like. 55 60 years is like this is the boots we couldn't talk about yeah yeah nothing like accidentally getting blackout drunk with your family on a family trip at like two o'clock in the afternoon might have been earlier than that honestly it was it was pretty dangerous but that's fine neither here nor there uh anything else before we dive into today's episode nothing really just kind of looking at the basement thinking it needs a you know a good vacuuming <laughs> yeah that's who has the time to vacuum these days if only there was some like smart vacuum cleaner that could just wow. do the job for me that's that's the thing that's on like you know top of my head right now that was such a good lead-in because i was like matt you don't have to fucking tell people that our uh basement doesn't get as much love as the first floor but i see what you're saying i see what you're saying if only there was a way (laughs) uh you know if you know me and you've you've listened to my shrilling voice uh more than 45 seconds of any of our pod episodes you know i love a good conspiracy of the corporate variety and uh you know you know my ears definitely perked up last week or maybe it was like the first week of august when it was widely announced that amazon would be buying irobot the maker of roomba your little vacuum friends that doesn't really vacuum anything up in the first place it just (laughs) scares your small animals and maybe your children or maybe they become friends and they start an alliance who knows you know the producer actually has a lovely a toy where it is a cat sitting on a yeah, i robot it's a vacuum. little roomba yeah um i think that was inspired by parks and recreation dj roomba yeah it probably was because everything that you play is like techno-y oh yeah on the toy mm-hmm. yeah it's a very interesting toy i thought it was really dumb but some of the songs kind of slap so and i could i could actually see like aziz ansari lending his voice to this toy saying like, <laughs> saying like you know like yes that's hilarious oh yeah anyway so amazon uh is going to be buying irobot uh for 1.7 billion dollars oh, oh someone's gonna be living on a beach before their house gets swept up by the ocean but good news they can buy another one a couple hundred yards back and do it again in five years yeah so that's a really high price tag for uh it's just a vacuum yeah vacuums kind of suck 
God, you know, oh, I'm was, not doing this today. No, I'm just on the roll. You're just really on a roll today. Oh, boy. Um, so if you're into Amazon conspiracies and you haven't heard the last episode we did on um, Amazon stuff, it's called The Stuff Amazon Doesn't Want You to Know. Definitely give it a listen. It's episode like 30 something. It was one of the earlier ones that we did. That was like the one where no one could go to the bathroom. Yeah, you can't go to the bathroom, the union busting, which is still very relevant. Uh, there's like just a whole bunch of Amazon conspiracies in there. It's wild. Huh. I just joined Twitter last week, but I've been at Amazon for 15 years. and I love all my ample bathroom breaks. In fact, I wonder what to do during all my bathroom breaks when I don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> the picture is like a stock photo. It's got like 16 pixels in it. It's just and Tom her name from is MySpace. Like, her name is like Susie Carmichael. <laughs> Um, so 1.7 billion is definitely a shitload of money for an acquisition. That is, that is a lot of money. It's definitely up there on the list of Amazon acquisitions, which while I was doing this research, uh, there's been 113 acquisitions, uh, done by Amazon or it's like sub subsidiaries, uh, since like the late nineties, which is wild. We would call this a hostile takeover. Did you know IMDB is owned by Amazon? You know, it, I go on IMDb quite often, actually. I know you do. Because we'll watch movies and you're like, oh my God, this guy was in these 15 movies from the late 80s. And I'm like, how do you know this? It's, it, it's my quirk. Yeah. I'm quirky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I, it would not surprise me that they have that now because whenever I go on to it, I have to click through Amazon um movie ads like the mm -hmm. amazon originals mm -hmm. i have to you know skip through those that makes sense yeah i've never on imdb so i had no idea and that one was that one threw me for a whirl i'm always on imdb well all all your other favorites are on there obviously audible is owned by amazon uh zappos is owned by amazon is that is that the that's cigarette the shoes? lighter shoes what's the what's the lighter brand Z Z um, maybe it's the same zippo zippo Oh, yeah. very close. Zappos is shoes. I think Zappos is shoes. It's like skateboard shoes. No, Zappos is like, hold on, I'm going to take a, a brief pause. Okay, not just skateboard shoes. This is like a bunch of... It's lifestyle. Yeah, there you go. What's the lifestyle vibe? Oh, wait, Zappos is more than that, actually. I see like lifestyle sneakers. <laughs> there we are. Dresses, backpacks for school, athleisure. That's where I live. That's my, that's my comfort zone. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I think Zappos maybe is the company that was really well known for its return policy and customer service. Wear our shoes for five years. <laughs> get a hole in the sole and return them for free. No, that's Costco. Um, anyways, Amazon's priciest acquisition was Whole Foods recently at just under $14 billion. You mean... Like bougie, like mm, Whole Foods. Like yes, Whole Foods. The, like the grocery the grocery store. chain. Yes, yes. I bought ham from there once. That's. Thank you for that contribution. It, 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 it lived in the freezer for about three years. Um, they also just recently purchased a uh, film studio MGM last year at eight point four billion dollars. Wow. And uh, they just purchased uh, primary care provider One Medical uh, for $3.9 billion. Wow, a medical? Yeah. Within the last, like, I don't know, two months or so. 
Um, so it might seem like this iRobot acquisition came out of nowhere, but Amazon has been digging into the robotics market, if we want to call it that. Um, more after their Kiva Systems acquisition, which they used to create like Amazon Robotics back in like 2012. And I think that's the kind of tech that they use within warehouses. You know, okay. the robots are coming to take our jobs. I would I would trust a Roomba over a like self-driving car at this moment in time. <laughs> that video of the Tesla doing a... <sighs> doing a a test of you know against like suvs of trying to not hit the child that runs in front of the car and the other suvs just stop and the tesla just fucking nails this kid it wasn't it's a a fake kid it's a a dummy it's a dummy jesus the the kid was pretty dumb for being in the street (laughs) in the first place um no i saw a video of a tesla it was it was a fellow in a tesla watching the screen and the Tesla kept breaking because it thought that the full moon was a yellow light. Well, that, yeah, yeah, that's, they're going to have to figure that I've out. I've never seen the Roomba stop for a, a full moon. <laughs> well, anyways, Roombas have been enabled with Alexa commands since at least like 2017-ish, maybe earlier. Um, but they definitely deepened their partnership in late 2021, which I'm assuming is probably leading up to this acquisition. Acquisitions in the corporate world take a very long time to go through. So I would not be shocked if that was kind of like a precursor to this. Um, You're probably thinking, why does this matter? It is just a vacuum. Could this really be on the same level of privacy invasion like Alexa? And the answer is yes. A a big fat, big fat yes. Um, We have a Roomba. It's a dumb Roomba. It is a Roomba though. It's not like an off-brand one. Um, her name is Six for anyone who is a Battlestar Galactica fan, um, which is funny because I feel like we're getting closer to a Cylon takeover by the day. And we talk about this pretty often of like, respect your technology and respect your AI because one day they're going to be our overlords. And, and they'll remember how you yeah. treated it. Yeah. You know, smarter child, that little aim chatbot. <laughs> Yeah. She'll come back. And <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got her list. <laughs> Get in the jar. <laughs> but our Roomba is super basic. It connects to the Wi-Fi if we want it to, um, which would allow us to use like the app or like create a schedule. Um, but it does not know the layout of our house to give us like a smart clean. Um, it just kind of fumbles around the living room and it runs into the same chair leg about 15 times. And then it like turns around Yeah, if, and it's like, yeah, I'm done here. <laughs> if, if that usually it turns on and in about eight minutes, it goes, doo doo error. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> error Roomba stuck and then it's like lodged underneath the living room coffee table send help <laughs> um but yeah so our model is super old it was like a black friday deal years and years ago but there are Roombas that map the entire layout of your house which comes with benefits like actually getting a good clean in the house i will say our Roomba does the job of picking up like cat hair here and there feathers yeah um, we don't have a bird we just have feathers yeah <laughs> feather pillows um but it's by no means a replacement for actual cleaning the people who buy these like higher end Roombas do it for like actual cleaning ours is more like supplemental I would say um 
But the devices can also adapt to and remember, loose quotes there, up to 10 floor plans. So you could pretty much bring your Roomba to another part of the house or another room or something, and the robot will just recognize where it's at and just clean as instructed. See, I would move the furniture around every time. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Stupid robot. I'm still smarter than you. Um, Some models also have low-resolution cameras to avoid obstacles and aid in its mapping. Um, Ours just, like, gets a little bit too close to the stairs, and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. When did those get there? (laughs) And it's, like, shocked by the stairs every time. (laughs) I've I've been used at least 15 times, and I don't remember these stairs once. Um, So this sort of, like, mapping is kind of where we start to get into our problems. So as of 2020... Roomba had just under 50% of the market share for robotic vacuum cleaners. I actually read a report that um, prior to 2020, like maybe between 2015 and then, uh, its market share at one point was almost as high as like 70%, which I totally believe because they uh, have a good price point. They have products for all, you know, price points. Um and they were, I think, one of the first ones to really commercialize this in a way that was accessible to to people financially, just for shits and giggles to buy a, a robot vacuum. Um, now there's a ton of off brands that kind of pop up here and there. Not super shocked, but um, so Amazon is now taking over a company that's already dominating the field. Um, so it's just getting ready to kill the competition. And Amazon itself has a 56% market share of the e-com space as of 2021, which is disturbing. They're everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. So on top of that, of like the, oh, they're just kind of like big tech is just making another acquisition to expand its reach. Um, there's huge privacy concerns. Yeah, when when you first mentioned this about the Roomba being bought by you know um, Amazon and the room tracking ability I just instantly just perked up my head it's like oh Amazon wants to know like what your house looks like yeah wants to know yeah. the insides and out of your house yeah exactly um yeah and like like Matt was saying like I don't know. Maybe it's just a robot vacuum. What can it really say about me? How much data can it really collect? Um, it it can know a fucking lot. You ever walk into somebody's house for the first time and you're like, oh, this definitely matches your personality or like... This is how you live? <laughs> like you can tell a lot about a person by spending 10 minutes in their house, whether that's like their entertaining space or their kitchen or their bedroom. You can tell a lot about a person and how they live. Yeah. So some of the things that you, you know, could find out that this Roomba could be collecting or is already collecting um, are things like the size of a house, uh, the amount of furniture, those kinds of things might be able to tell advertisers what the owner's income level might be. So obviously, if you have a much larger house, a bigger floor plan, you probably have a higher uh, household income. Uh, Maybe it could tell the kind of brands that you use within your house. Maybe it could even identify things like pet hair or pet items. Or maybe it could be like, vroom, vroom. Oh, I'm just vacuuming right here. Don't mind me. Is that a crib? 
Um, you know, or it can identify like baby toys all over the floor like we have. Uh, maybe you can tell that you have like a really nice lounge chair that's missing an ottoman or maybe you're missing a welcome mat at your entryway. You kind of see where I'm going with this. Yeah, maybe maybe you're into uh, waifu <laughs> anime pillows. How did I know that that's where you were going to go with this? <laughs> I started laughing before you even finished. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe, maybe at that point it just self-destructs. It's like, nah, man, clean your own shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're done here. It's just Jeff Bezos (laughs) popping in. Mission failed. We're done. So maybe that means that they can personalize recommendations to you like items or promos. And if it identifies maybe that you're a higher household income, it could give you more luxurious brands as recommendations where if you have like a lower household income, maybe it's like here's Amazon basics where it's like a really nice entry point for this stuff. It's like literally the basics of what you would need. Um, if it can tell you of pets, maybe you start getting recommendations for like pet beds or toys, um, or maybe different kinds of litter. If it can tell that you have a cat, um, if it can tell that you have a baby, maybe you get recommendations for things like diapers or toys or clothes. Maybe you find that useful and you're like, wow, that doesn't sound so bad. I've always wanted an invasive tech oligarchy to provide hyper-relevant product recommendations to sell me shit that I probably don't need. Congratulations. Now, <laughs> now I know where to spend my money. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> and that's fine. You do you. Consent to your data being handed over and used for this stuff if that's what you're into. I understand like our home, there are certain tech items we have in our home that I'm like, this is definitely more of a uh, want than a need. And I understand there are certain pieces of privacy and data that we're handing over in exchange for the convenience of these tech items like the Alexa that's in our bathroom that will randomly go off uh, I was, as I'm sitting in the office. <laughs> I was just going to ask, what song was it playing? Oh, it was like I'll Savage Garden. Be, no. Savage Garden. No, no, no. Is that I'll Be Your Crying Shoulder? You love suicide. Yeah, yeah. That's not Savage Garden, is, is that, that? Is that no, not it's Savage like, Garden? It's, no, I don't know who that is. To be the greatest fan of your God, life. God, I was, I was sitting in a... A work call giving a um like a one hour like presentation and out of fucking nowhere the Alexa in the bathroom starts playing music and it's like the very slow like I'll be your cry and I don't know Edwin McCain yeah there you go um so part of me was like maybe somebody connected to the Alexa and started playing the music on accident or maybe I said something that triggered it to start playing. But I had to very awkwardly tell the like 50 people I was presenting to like, hi, please excuse me for one moment so I can turn off the Alexa in my bathroom behind me. Uh, very uncomfortable. There was some there were some laughs out of it. But this is um, a 1997 smash hit. This was like an anthem for my grade school dances. Yeah, I believe it. Um. Yeah, I just use the Alexa for like fart noises. Yeah, the executive producer finds them very funny, uh, and so does Matt. I use it for like listening to the news in the morning and getting weather updates. <laughs> who wants Who wants news? <laughs> um, and stuff like that. And then obviously we have our Google. What is it like a Google Home? Uh, yeah, in it's, the kitchen. it's got a little screen. I usually will stream or like I'll I'll like cast a YouTube video of like 
soccer stuff. I, I just was... like it to show me pictures of our past vacations uh, so I can be really sad. Um, yeah. I don't know. We have a bunch of other random shit. Like we have nest cameras and stuff like that. Obviously there's data concerns and privacy concerns that come with that sort of stuff yeah. as well. But we once saw a um, meteor flying through the sky via our nest cam. Yeah, we did. That was that pretty was neat. Pretty, that was pretty that was, cool. That was meteor. Me- meteor. meteor. <laughs> we saw a hit and run <laughs> in front of our house. Um, oh god yeah we did we've seen a lot of crazy shit actually that we would have had no idea about it had it not been for the cameras we, that alone has <laughs> paid for them we saw some sketchy guy walking by our house who then noticed our camera and then he got even sketchier and tried to pretend like he totally was not just in people's backyards but i will say that um you can whisper to your alexa and it'll whisper back so if you if you whisper alexa fart it'll it'll go it'll whisper like oh that was a wet one yeah. it's like it's really upsetting it's really kind of it's, it is kinda, it is disturbing it's, it's a little disturbing it's disturbing yeah um, google doesn't whisper to me no no google does not whisper sweet nothings and fart noises uh to our ears which is totally fine which is what <laughs> totally fine that's yeah. i have a lot more respect for google for that um anyway so Yeah, so maybe you're like, yeah, I do want to hand my shit over and get these product recommendations and these promos. I don't care. Good for you. Congratulations. But what if, what if a Roomba user can sense to their data being collected and then later on they sell their home, uh, you know, completely furnished, maybe even. And now the buyers of the data have a map of a home that belongs to somebody who did not consent. Yeah, it carries over. You yeah. can't you can't change a home lay. I mean, you can change furniture, but you can't change the shape of your house. Yeah, exactly. Unless you spend more money. More money. In which case, the Roomba would know. It would know and it would be like, "Ooh, you putting an addition on, Steve?" Oh. <laughs> I've cleaned the third floor for the first time. Yeah, and so there's a lot of questions that come with this, like how long is this data kept? If the house burns down, can the insurance company obtain the data and use it to identify possible causes? Uh, can the police use it after a robbery? There's a lot of questions that come with this. Ooh, yeah, the insurance is like, ooh, actually, we saw that there was this thing that wasn't, so like, you know, we're not paying for your... Oh, you had an electrical fire? Well, the Roomba showed us that you had 15 things plugged into one outlet. So, so good luck. Because you know the insurers are, they're they are really out to help you. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned from having Ooh, to use insurance. I'd really like to yeah. help you, but I just can't. Sorry. Yeah. There's the I'd rules. love to. Oh, Matt's sorry. rubbing his nipples. <laughs> We'd love to help. Um, something I find really interesting is this quote, uh, by a person named Evan Greer, who's the director of the nonprofit digital rights organization fight for the future. Uh, quote, people tend to think of Amazon as an online seller company, but really Amazon is a surveillance company that is the core of its business model. And that's what drives its monopoly power and profit. Amazon wants to have its hands everywhere and acquiring a company that's essentially built on mapping the inside of people's homes seems like a natural extension of the surveillance reach that Amazon already has. It's the next step. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's where's the, next the lie? Logical step. Yeah, where's where's the lie in that? That's it's completely true. It's like how people say Amazon or um, sorry, I apologize. Uh, McDonald's is not really a restaurant company or a, a food company. It's a real estate company. 
and it is. McDonald's, I think, has the most real estate. Oh, of, like, that was company. in that movie. Oh, that was, that in, was the in the movie. It was there, in the movie. Yeah, it's got. Uh, oh, what's his name? He was in Birdman. He was. Oh, I Batman. don't know. Why do you Michael just look Keaton, it up on? Michael look Keaton. it up on fucking IMDb. It was Michael <laughs> Keaton. I, I don't need. I'm IMDb. It was Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's not a food industry. It's a real estate company. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's talk about some of the other companies Amazon acquired that have products in a lot of households. Um, Amazon acquired Ring in 2014. Uh, sorry, 2018. Ring started as video doorbells, but have since expanded to security cameras like inside and outside of your house, uh, security systems, smart lighting, and they just recently had Ring for Pets. So you can look at your dog when you go back to work because your boss is like, you got to be in the office. It's for office culture. You're killing the office culture. (laughs) I will never go back to an office. I'm going to mess you up if you don't come back. You're telling me I'm wrong. Um, Also, I don't have it in my notes, but uh, Amazon acquired Twitch in 2014. Um, Yes. And so. Oh, yeah. They do have like Amazon Prime stuff. Yeah. Links up to it. Yeah. So I don't know that I would necessarily say that that is like the beginning of this, but that is included in here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, their next acquisition right after Ring was a company called PillPack, an online pharmacy. Um, it's now part of Amazon Pharmacy, which is a subsidiary of Amazon. Uh, Amazon acquired Eero shortly after in 2019. And Eero is a whole home mesh Wi-Fi router. I actually looked into buying it. It was way too expensive. So we got Google instead. <laughs> and the basement ru- um, mesh Right now thing, it's blinking red. It means it's not working. Yeah, which is fine because there's way too much concrete in our house. Um, but a fun fact about the Euro acquisition is that it actually completely screwed over investors and employees, unless you're one of the execs that got like a fat payout. Um, everybody else, like they had stock options that were pretty much worthless after the acquisition. So um, all of this is on top of their launch of Amazon Echo products, like we were just talking about, uh, which based its Alexa on a Polish speech synthesizer named Ivana, <laughs> bought by Amazon in 2013. I don't know if I knew that part, but that's kind of funny. Um, and most recently, right before Roomba, not smart home tech-based, but One Medical, the one that I talked about earlier in the episode. So One Medical is a membership-based primary care service with an in-person care and online resources. Um, They have a mobile app. Amazon bought them for just under $4 billion. They are huge on virtual care and using tech to enable their healthcare. Um, If you... I I don't really know how widely spread it is, but if you work in corporate America... There's a very good chance uh, your company has some sort of partnership with One Medical where it's like, we pay for One Medical benefits and this is free to you. And it's like virtual visits, talk to a provider, try to find X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, it's wild. If you try to buy it on your own, it's $1.99 for the entire year. So it's, I don't know if it's meant to be a replacement for insurance or if it's... I don't, I don't fucking know, but I have not personally used it, even though it's been offered to me uh, many times in the past. Yeah, we didn't we didn't use that. I had a really nasty tonsil infection and was I was dying. I lost like 
10, 15 pounds over this time. I just couldn't eat food. But you figured out I could like call a doctor. And I, <laughs> I think you took a picture of my tonsils. Yes, I did. It was and disgusting. Then he called me and goes like, nice tonsils, bro. No, he absolutely did not say that. Matt was like, <laughs> I think I have tonsil stones. And I looked at his tonsils and I was like, my man, you have a gnarly tonsil infection. My tonsils were huge, like, so like bad. three times disgusting. bigger than they normally are. Disgusting. Anyways, the power of the Internet allowed us a virtual home visit with a man we had never talked to and uh, got you some antibiotics. And he just goes, yep, quick. I'm going to prescribe you this. Go over there. Pick it up have a good day bye (laughs) all right amazon is in your internet it's in your doorbell and likely looking at your neighbor's homes and shit it's inside your home with cameras it's controlling the security to your home it is controlling the lighting in and out of your home it's listening to your conversations with alexa and it has insight into your prescriptions and now your health care How is this not just, like, screamingly alarming to anybody yet? Like, wouldn't you think, like, the amount of power that Amazon has, they'd maybe, they being the political figures, the powers that be, the FTC, would be like, you know, why don't you cool it a little bit? You know, no, I, we were, we were driving, like, this is, this is, like, weeks ago, on the highway, and I saw a road sign on the highway of the mayor of the town saying, thanks for building your massive like home base right here in our town. Welcome. And was that for Amazon? Yes. Ew. Yeah. It was like, it, like people want Amazon to you be know? in their backyards because those massive factories provide jobs. And isn't it like a huge tax write-off or like a benefit? Or something. Yeah. There's yeah. Yeah. It said welcome Amazon, but I noticed there was no comma after welcome. So it wasn't the mayor saying welcome Amazon. It was the mayor telling us to welcome Amazon. <laughs> Stop it. I see through. Realize, realize, realize. <laughs> the fuck. I will say this is uh gonna be a little bit of a tangent off notes, but there was a great, I want to say it was NPR um, article that talked about how Amazon opening up these warehouses in like rural parts of America is actually killing a lot of small businesses within the areas because people flock to these Amazon jobs because they have very high starting wages, for example, like you know better than what some of the mom and pop shops can offer. They offer great benefits, loose quotes. Um, so that means people flock to these jobs and nobody wants to work as a waitress in a diner. Nobody wants to work as a cashier at the, you know, Ace Hardware in the small town for, you know, just examples. And because of that, it also makes it very hard for, um, those small businesses to stay competitive with their own wages. So a mom and pop diner or a mom and pop hardware store can't provide, you know, in rural America, probably can't provide $15 an hour starting wage. Uh, it's, it's, you know, the cost of living just doesn't, I guess, maybe facilitate that in that area. And so, 
yeah, it's really hard for these businesses to keep up. And the problem is these people flock to the jobs at Amazon and they have such a high churn rate for employees because people quit like a, a, t- a shitload of people quit after the first like six to 12 months um, because it's just a grueling job for what a lot of them do. Um, so that's my tangent about Amazon. I think, you know, people maybe have like rose. Ugh, I always fuck this up. Rose colored glasses, rose tinted. Yeah, rose, rose yeah, tinted. Yeah, rose tinted glasses when it comes to this. So all that to say. That's capitalism, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so getting back on track for how is this allowed? How nobody is screaming from the rooftops about how this seems to be a pretty disturbing trend. Um, Amazon has killed or undermined privacy protections in more than three dozen bills across 25 states. And in 2021 alone, Amazon and its various subsidiary uh, companies spent $20 billion to lobby Congress. Here it is. Which, if you put $20 million in comparison to $4 billion, for an acquisition it's like nothing that's, that's 20 a, billion that's is a, like pocket change that, that's blowing your nose in a 20 dollar <laughs> bill our congress people are so cheap <laughs> they'll take anything <laughs> yeah no actually lobbying is not funny and it should be illegal um so in virginia some of the examples of, of this uh the company boosted political donations tenfold over four years before persuading lawmakers in 2021 um to pass an industry-friendly privacy bill that amazon itself drafted okay it, you know that's fine in california the company stifled proposed res- uh, restrictions on the industry's collection uh and sharing of consumer voice recordings gathered by tech devices and in its own home state of washington uh, amazon won so many exemptions and amendments to a bill regulating biometric data such as voice recordings or facial scans that the resulting 2017 law had little if any impact on its practices according to an internal amazon document which is insane. Reuters actually has a huge investigation that they did. The link is in the show notes. It'll be the first or second link. Um, it's enough content, honestly, to create an entire separate pod episode. And we're coming up on time today. So I'm not going to get too much further into it. But if you're interested in how Amazon works to kill public protection, definitely give this a look. It's like a, it's, an example of like amazing investigative journalism. It actually has ties back to um, when uh, former President Barack Obama was in office. There was like an aide to Joe Biden as VP who now works for Amazon, who is like a huge part in helping like lobby and kill some of these bills. So that's today's episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, oh, my gosh. Um, we, I just want to inform everyone that we've just been bought out by um, Amazon. Oh shit! <laughs> um, next next week we're talking about how much we love the easy services that they can bring to you <laughs> with just a click of a button. Did you know Amazon Prime is only one hundred thirty nine dollars a year, and with that Prime membership, you receive access to Amazon Video, two day Prime shipping, original series. <laughs> The boys, honestly, the writing in that show is fantastic. Would you pay $140 a year just to watch The Boys? I would pay $180 a year. Don't give them any ideas. 
I just love Amazon. Yeah. Oh, this episode and- brought to you by Amazon's <laughs> new series. The Boys. The Boys. Season three just finished, but season four just around the corner. All right. Well, yeah, don't don't give Amazon your money. Beth Jezos. I mean, honestly, doesn't the, need it. The one forty a year we spend, I I spend that a day on all the useful products that they can bring to my house. <laughs> Their product recommendations are top notch. Our porch I is just it. littered, littered with boxes, just with smiley faces on it, just rotten. I bought with a them. toilet plunger six months ago, and I've been getting toilet plunger recommendations every day since. I have fifteen toilet plungers in the house now. It's a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> it it plays it it plays ooh your body girl when you yeah. when you're when you're plunging every yeah. plunger has a different song. Yeah. Well, we are we are just fucking kidding. Obviously, um, I I'm do not, not have fifteen toilet plungers. Nor are we sponsored by Amazon. Uh, and with that, uh, thanks so much for listening to this week's <laughs> episode. We'll catch you next time. Good night. Okay, bye. Good night.